Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. It is April 20th and India today recorded the biggest single day spike in the number of cases that is 1553 cases in the last 24 hours. This takes the number of confirmed cases to over 17000. Of these, more than 14000 are active and almost 2500 have been cured. At least 543 deaths have been reported in the country so far. As lockdown restrictions are being eased in various parts of the country, the center has shot a letter to the Pinarayi Vijayan-led government in Kerala, stating that some of its decisions including opening eateries, allowing travel are in violation to its guidelines. The Delhi, Karnataka and Punjab governments said that there'll be no relaxation till the lockdown ends on May 3. K Chandrasekhar Rao's government in Telangana decided to extend the complete lockdown in the state till May 7th. The Ministry of Home Affairs has decided to send a central team of public health specialists to West Bengal in order to assess lockdown violations in hotspot areas. The Bengal government is not happy with the decision. One of the top state officials told the Indian Express that the state is abiding all the orders of the central government and maintaining communication with it. The official added that the center's act is an interference in the federal structure of the state. In Maharashtra to mitigate economic hardships brought on by the shutdown, Mumbai has been allowed a few activities from today, including work at infrastructure projects and wedding events, only if these are outside designated containment zones and follow strict safety procedures against coronavirus. Guidelines issued by the Brihan Mumbai Municipal Corporation or the BMC yesterday said that other than essential services fisheries cable services dth and call centers can resume work in non containment areas with minimum staff further those allowed to resume operations also have to apply for and obtain permission passes from the bmc after pune and neighboring pimpri chinchwad were declared as containment zones for covid-19 the police imposed conditional curfews till april 27th allowing specific time windows during the day for procurement of essential supplies In Uttarakhand, six foreign nationals were found hiding in caves near Ganga River in the Pori Garhwal district. They were hiding there for the past 25 days after they had to check out of their hotels because they ran out of money during the lockdown. All the six tourists, four men and two women, have been put in quarantine after a medical examination in which they did not show any symptom of COVID-19 infection. Days after a pizza delivery employee in South Delhi tested positive for COVID-19. His 16 co-workers have tested negative. The administration has categorized contacts as high risk and low risks, while those the pizza delivery employee worked with are categorized as high risk. Those he delivered food to, that is areas in Malviya Nagar and Hosrani, are categorized as low risk. Only high risk contacts have been tested so far. The patient delivered food in a 5 km radius of the restaurant located in Malviya Nagar. and homes in Malvianagar, Saket, IIT Delhi and Hoskas have been placed under quarantine. There have been other stories of lockdown in Delhi. In fact, my colleague Basant Kumar has produced a video story of two men who were released from Tihar jail last week following the Supreme Court's order to prevent overcrowded prisons from becoming coronavirus hotbeds. Since the authorities did not provide these two men with any transportation, they walked all the way to their homes in Panipat 100 kilometers away. The story is on our website www.newslaundry.com and it's titled The Long Road to Freedom. Please check it out and if you like it, 
do give Basant a token of your appreciation by clicking on the subscribe button on the top right hand corner of the website. Remember, the world is under lockdown, but journalists like Basant are still out and about capturing stories and bringing them to you. So show him your support, show independent media your support, and pay to keep news free. Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath's father, Anand Singh Bisht, passed away today morning while undergoing treatment at the All India Institute of Medical Sciences in New Delhi. The Chief Minister said that he would not be able to perform the last rites because of the lockdown. In Rajasthan, a newborn baby has tested positive for coronavirus in the Nagore district. Her mother, father and other family members too are COVID-19 patients. In Nagore, 59 people have tested positive so far. A 62-year-old man from the district, who was admitted in SMS hospital in Jaipur, died yesterday night. In Karnataka, at least 54 people were arrested today for trying to clear the barricades and vandalize a pandal put up at a locality in Bengaluru, which was sealed by the Bruhat Bengaluru Mahanagra Palike, or the BBMP, to contain the spread of COVID-19. According to the officials, the mob started protesting and vandalizing the barricades when civic body officials, along with the ASHA workers, arrived there on Sunday evening. They were there to take 58 secondary contacts of a deceased COVID-19 patient into a government quarantine center. The area was sealed after 10 positive cases were reported from there. In Andhra Pradesh, the government has claimed that its doctors have set a record by conducting more than 5,500 COVID-19 tests in a day, taking the second place among states, conducting maximum number of tests per million. The doctor achieved the record on Saturday, and that too without using the rapid test kits, which are now available in the state. According to the News Minute, the testing process in Andhra Pradesh is supposed to be intensified in 7 to 10 days by conducting over 17,500 tests a day. Random tests will be conducted in the red zones, while 32,000 people identified in family surveys will also be tested. As many as 44 new coronavirus cases were confirmed in Andhra Pradesh, taking the total number of infections in the state to 647 yesterday. In all, 44 new cases were reported in a 24-hour period. With a total of 65 discharged and 17 deceased, the number of active coronavirus cases in the state stand at 565. An Indian businessman was jailed in Hong Kong today for violating the quarantine order to contain the coronavirus pandemic and trying to leave the city. According to the local media, this is the first such breach by a non-resident. The businessman is 31-year-old Deepak Kumar and he was sentenced to four weeks behind bars today after he pleaded guilty to one count of leaving the place of quarantine without the permission given by the authorized officer. Kumar had arrived in Hong Kong from Turkey on March 21st and was placed under a written quarantine order to stay in isolation at a hotel for 14 days. But immigration officers found him trying to leave Hong Kong via Shenzhen Bay Control Point without permission the following morning and intercepted him. Globally, there are now 2.4 million confirmed cases with 1.65 lakh deaths. New York is one of the worst hit places in the world, but the death toll in the American state has dropped. A sign its governor said means that the state is on the other side of the plateau. In France, Prime Minister Emmanuel Macron warned that his citizens will need to learn to live with the coronavirus after the country lifts its lockdown. In Israel's Tel Aviv, over 2,000 citizens hit the street to protest anti-democratic measures passed during the coronavirus crisis and the policies of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. They maintained social distancing during the protest. In Bangladesh, 
authorities have tightened a clampdown on seven villages after tens of thousands of people attended a funeral of a popular local cleric in spite of a nationwide lockdown to control the spread of the coronavirus. The massive gathering in Brahmanbaria district, about 60 kilometers east of the capital Dhaka, has raised concerns about the potential for a spike in infections. Bangladesh has 2,456 confirmed coronavirus cases and 91 deaths. In Singapore, the health ministry confirmed an additional 1,426 cases of COVID-19 infection today. It is a record daily jump and mainly among foreign workers living in dormitories. Authorities have managed to mitigate the spread of the virus among Singapore citizens by rigorous contact tracing and surveillance. Among the new cases, 16 are of Singaporeans or permanent residents. The city-state's tally of cases stands at 8,014 with 11 fatalities. Singapore has the highest number of cases of the infection in Southeast Asia based on official data. The Jammu and Kashmir police have invoked the stringent Unlawful Activities Prevention Act or the UAPA against photojournalist Masrat Zahra in Kashmir for allegedly uploading so-called anti-national posts on the social media accounts. A statement issued by the JNK police today said that they have registered a case against Zahra under sections of the UAPA in Cyber Police Station in the Kashmir zone. 26-year-old Zahra is a freelance journalist. She's a contributor to various international news organizations and has been published in Washington Post, Al Jazeera, Caravan, among others. The police said that it received information through reliable sources that one Facebook user named Masrat Zara was uploading so-called anti-national posts with criminal intention to induce the youth and to promote offences against public tranquility. Zara is the second journalist in Kashmir who has been booked under UAPA. Earlier, Srinagar-based journalist Asif Sultan was also booked under the same act for allegedly providing logistical support to a banned militant organisation. He continues to remain in detention. The United Kingdom High Court today dismissed a plea filed by liquor baron Vijamalia against his extradition to India. The case will now go to UK Home Secretary Preeti Patel for a final decision on his extradition. Malia is facing charges of fraud and money laundering amounting to 9,000 crore rupees by a consortium of Indian public sector banks led by the State Bank of India. Malia remains on bail on an extradition warrant executed by Scotland Yard in April 2017 involving a bail bond and other restrictions on his travel. In February this year, at the end of the three-day appeal against the extradition order, Malia repeated his request to the Indian banks to take back 100% of the principal amount owed to them. In July last year, a two-judge panel at the Royal Courts of Justice in London granted him permission to appeal against the extradition order of a lower court. Malia flew out of India in March 2016 and has been living in the United Kingdom since then. Maharashtra Chief Minister Udhav Thakre said today that two police officers have been suspended in connection with the lynching of three men in Palghar district last week. Thakre added that he spoke to Union Home Minister Amit Shah about the incident. The Chief Minister said that over 100 people have been arrested in the case and assured that there was no communal angle in the incident. On Sunday, the CM had insisted that the accused in the Palghar lynching case will be brought to justice. On the night of April 16th, three Mumbai residents who were on their way to Silvasa were lynched by local villagers in Palghar district on the suspicion that they were thieves. A large mob of villagers had surrounded the car of the three men and started attacking them with sticks and iron rods, leading to the death of all three occupants. The victims were reportedly local religious leaders from Kantiwali, 
but first tried to take the national highway to Silvassa but was stopped by the police officials enforcing the nationwide lockdown. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. Keep yourself safe, keep yourself inside your homes and we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel.